Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 62 of the Building Strength Podcast. I'm your host, Theo Lim, coming at you on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon. This is episode number 62 of the Building Strength Podcast. And on this podcast, I realize I haven't said this in a while. If you're new to the podcast, welcome, welcome aboard. So on this podcast, we discuss anything and everything related to building strength inside of the gym, but possibly more importantly, building strength outside of the gym. So it's currently Tuesday afternoon, 1.40 p.m. It's been a good day so far. I woke up nice and early, got my morning, morning routine in. Ran two small group sessions in the morning, came home, meal prepped, did a bit of laundry, gym tan laundry, baby. I got my workout in. It wasn't the best workout, but that's okay. We moved on. We got it in. We moved on. On to the next one. So there are currently some landscapers outside mowing the lawn. Not my lawn. Mowing a lawn outside and I feel like if you guys have ever watched the movie Hustle and Flow, great movie by the way, the the main character gets so mad he's trying to record his music, trying to record some tunes and the next door neighbor is just jamming music. Anyway, I feel like that right now. I can't believe it took me 62 episodes to realize that the afternoon might not be the best time since there might be people working outside. Either way, we're here, episode 62. Hope you guys enjoyed the last couple episodes. Again, I've been so happy with how the last 10, 15 episodes have turned out, and I hope to continue to provide amazing value. So on this week's podcast, I just want to give you a quick itinerary. Sometimes I roll into this without an itinerary and I kind of freestyle it. Today, I do have an agenda. So quick, quick little tidbits. First, I'm going to go over something I'm super excited about. We just started a couple days ago. It's my six-week nutrition challenge. So I'll talk about that a little bit. Um, I will give you guys an overview of my nutrition right now because I've hired my good friend, Coach D, Power Physique, who's been on this podcast. Um, I will link the two or three shows that he's been on down below so you guys can get to know him through that but if you don't follow him on instagram at power physique definitely hit him up he's awesome anyway so i hired him two weeks ago we're on week three right now he's helping me with my nutrition and then after that i'm gonna go over just climbing out of a rut in your in my life Uh, may was a pretty tough month as i've mentioned in the last two or three podcasts it was just tough. I'm, it was just uh, an accumulation of everything. And I guess I was just very overwhelmed. Uh, lots of stress, lots of anxiety. And right now I feel awesome. I feel really good. I've been feeling really good for the last two weeks maybe. So I'm going to go over that, kind of how I got over that. And 
we'll uh, we'll keep it rolling. And then the last thing, big topic of the day, I want to talk about body image. Um, I got a really awesome question from two girls at Mayo Detox Performance. Shout outs to them. They're super awesome. They come in, put in massive amounts of work. They're consistent. They look awesome. They perform awesome. And I really hope they feel awesome. So that's kind of the agenda today. First things first, though, I'm trying to lock in this sale. Um, Someone posted a set of kettlebells, of used kettlebells on Kijiji, and I've been messaging back and forth, trying to lock it down so I can buy it tomorrow. So super excited about that. It just never ends. So for those of you who are looking to get a home gym, it's true what they say. It's an addiction. And once you're in it, it doesn't end. Okay, so let's get to it. If I had intro music, this is where the intro music would be. So, six-week nutrition challenge. I started a six-week nutrition challenge with my clients that I work with in person. I have a couple people who I currently don't work with, but they heard from they heard about it through Instagram and they joined up as well. So I've got a group of 12 people. I think it's 13 people, including myself. And I started a Facebook group and we're doing a nutrition challenge. Basically, I've challenged them to post a picture of their meals every day. So three to four meals a day. I've challenged them to post a picture of their meals every day into the Facebook group. And I've also challenged them to provide accurate macronutrients in regards to those meals and it's actually been off to a hot start i'm actually super excited about how excited and into it everyone is maybe it was just good timing with summer i don't know it's my first time doing something like this um it's it's a really great experience for me i i really for honestly this came out of necessity because as you guys know, I train people in person and online, but most of my work is in person right now. So I do one-on-one training, I do small group training, and I was getting frustrated. I was getting frustrated about the fact that I couldn't help my clients the way I really wanted to help them. I wasn't able to keep them accountable outside of the gym. As you guys know, I always talk about this. The one hour, the hour and a half that you spend inside of the gym, whether on your own or with me, I really do feel like that is the easy part. The hard part is the other 23 hours of the day. So I was getting frustrated because all my clients are getting stronger. They're, most of them are moving better. They're getting into better shape. They're, be, they're becoming healthier. They're becoming stronger, which is great which is really great. I'm so happy about that. Like, that's why I do this, right? So I was super happy about that. And it's just been an accumulation of maybe the last, basically since I started, of I was just getting frustrated because although they were coming in, even my most consistent clients coming in, getting stronger, feeling better, all that stuff, building muscle, but one thing was missing. And I really felt that the accountability in terms of their nutrition was missing. 
But on top of that, even before we get to the accountability portion, I felt like the knowledge and the experience and the insight just wasn't there on their end, which it's not really their fault. No one taught them how to um, navigate the nutrition realm, right? So I was getting frustrated because I, yeah, I could help you out in the, we do a one hour session, maybe we get 15 minutes, probably less, 15 minutes of quality time to talk about um, nutrition, to talk about sleep, whatever, anything and everything, right? And although I could convey the information, I, I couldn't keep them accountable. Like I didn't know what they were doing the rest of the week. I really didn't. As much as I tried, there was no accountability to it. Like they were paying me for the training. So I felt like sometimes when I would try to follow up in terms of the nutrition, whether it's via text, whether it's the next time I saw them, like it was very easy for them to dodge, basically dodge me. So so I, this is my solution. I came up with a Facebook group. I called it Theo's Six-Week Nutrition Challenge. And as I said earlier, I've challenged them to post their meals. I wrote, I took some time, took a couple hours to write a an in-depth PDF on how to start tracking macronutrients, how to start understanding how much protein is in their food, how many calories is in their food, and then also like how much protein should they even aim for per day and how many calories should they aim for per day. So I, I wrote a very basic beginner PDF for them because I'd say out of the 13 people, maybe three or four of them have really tracked in the past. So I wanted to provide that um, I guess that base level knowledge so that they could actually succeed. I'm not just going to throw them in the fire, right? So the main goal, I told them from the get-go. I'm going to stand up here. I've never actually recorded standing up, but let's give it a shot. So I've been sitting for a little bit, been sitting a lot the last couple of days, wrote out a couple new client programs, wrote out a couple new, wrote out a big PDF. I'm actually really happy about that. Sorry, just untangling the wire, standing up. Okay, here we are. Sorry, I hope that didn't make too much noise. Okay, I told them straight up, in the next six weeks, I don't actually care. Well, I do, but I don't actually care if anyone actually loses fat or looks any different or, you know, actually like sees appreciable progress in the mirror. I hope they do, but that's really not the main goal of this. I told them, okay, six weeks is not a lot of time. It's not enough time for you to really see a ton of progress in the mirror, right? But six weeks is plenty of time to learn how to navigate better in the grocery store, learn how to navigate better with your meal prep, and basically build better habits around all of this, right? Because 90% of my clients across the board, maybe a hundred percent, everyone wants to lose fat. Absolutely everyone wants to lose fat. I don't think I have one person that where fat loss isn't a goal, right? So, okay, fat loss is the goal. Are the things you're doing outside of the gym conducive to that goal? For most of them, it was a no. 
So really the main goal of the six weeks is that they build, they learn how to build better habits. They start to understand how to track macros. And again, I told them tracking macros, it's going to take time. It's going to take work. And there is absolutely a learning curve. So again, six weeks is a plenty of time to learn how to do all of that. And then I keep, I keep reiterating, reiterating that I'm, I really want to see you make some forward progress in the next six weeks, but my main goal is for you to set yourself up within the six weeks to set yourself up for continued progress beyond that. So with that being said, I'm probably going to continue running this group on Facebook. Um, this is right now the trial group. It's mainly my clients, so they're always going to be my guinea pigs, which is great. But um, again, just habit-based, really habit-based. I did make them take uh, before pictures, and I did make them weigh themselves before um, on week one. So I wanted that. I wanted them to see maybe there is a difference in the six weeks. I would hope so. And... Really, my, my main thing is through this experience, through the experience of tracking macros, even if they don't track macros, through the experience of taking pictures, I found just having some kind of log, having some way to track it, whether you're taking pictures, I've spoken about food logs in the past where you just write down what you ate, all of it's just bringing awareness to how we're operating outside of the gym and then of course bringing awareness to like is the way we're operating conducive to our goals that's the main thing right so i'm excited about that i wanted to share that with you guys just in case some of you are interested in that as i said i will probably run it again one thing i'm actually super interested in running is maybe a same kind of setup maybe a 30-day challenge, but for movement, for mobility. Again, this is one of the pain points for me as a trainer. As a trainer, it's no problem for people to show up, get their work in, work hard in the gym, feel good, get stronger, etc., etc. Again, that's the easy part. But some of my clients could probably move a little more daily movement, you know, I always talk about five minutes daily movement. So a lot of my clients could use that. And I'm sure a lot of you guys could too. So if any of this sounds appealing to you, if any of this sounds interesting, or you're like, you hear what I just said, and you're like, wow, I really need that. Please DM me over Instagram at Theodore.Lim. I always link it down below. Or email me at Theolim7 at gmail.com message me just let me know you're interested so that when i'm ready to set up the second round of this nutrition group or when i'm ready to set up this first round of the movement group that i have your info i will hit you up i'll let you know when it's get when it gets going okay so that was my first announcement that was what i've been working on that that idea really came to me maybe seven days ago and I kind of ran with it. 
I worked hard. I, I pitched it to everyone. Not really. I just told them I was doing it. We're always pitching things, right? So I pitched it to everyone, gathered some names. I sent out a, an email providing some info and I made it pretty last minute, not last minute. I made it pretty, um, I think it was like Thursday when I first announced it. And I was like, yo, we're doing, we're starting this on Sunday. So imagine they had two or three days to decide. And I didn't, for me, I wanted to, I think I even mentioned this on Instagram when I first put it out there that I would rather have five awesome people do this and, and have a really solid group of people who were into it rather than have 20 people who are kind of half-assing it. So why I made it so urgent, why I made it so fast was because if someone was down, if someone was ready to take action, I wanted, I wanted it to be immediate. I didn't want to wait around for two, three weeks, let everyone cool off. So it's been fun. It's been, uh, it's been a jam packed last week, which has been great. Okay. So earlier I mentioned that I have hired my, co I have hired my good friend, coach D to, to coach me through my nutrition. So I've talked about my nutrition a lot over the last 10 episodes. I feel like I've done pretty well. I've definitely improved and I was definitely seeing some progress, but I don't really remember what day it was, but I woke up one day and I was just, I was just not content with what I saw in the mirror. I wasn't content with my effort. I was just kind of disappointed in myself because I always talk about 80, 20 rule, which is great. It's really great. And I think, I think that's still the most ideal way to do it. But I felt like 80% effort, I was feeling good, but some days I just, just wasn't content with what I was doing and how the results were showing up. So I remember I woke up one day, I messaged my friend in our, in our group chat. I was like, yo, send me the info. I have already e-transferred you the money because I know how much it costs. Um, let's get going. Can you set me up for this coming week? Again, it was short notice, boom, boom, boom. He set me up and we're now on week three. So we just started week three. Um, so Coach D, um, Power Physique, at Power Physique, he does, he does training programs as well, but I feel like his bread and butter is the macronutrient coaching. So if anyone's looking for coaching with the nutrition, even with the training, he's your boy. I'll eventually be your boy when I learn more, but right now he's your boy. Just let him know that I sent you over. So he does macronutrient coaching. I've tracked macros in the past, as I've talked about. And again, I was kind of hitting 80% effort, 80% action, and I was getting about 80% results. I woke up one day and I looked at myself and I said, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, you know what? I want a hundred percent results this year, this summer, this month. So we've been rolling. Um, I've honestly felt so good. My right now, the goal is a little bit of fat loss. I do have some fat to lose to lean out, but I think once we get to a level that both him and I are happy at, it's definitely going to be 
lean gains, which I'm super excited about. I need that. I need that in my life. So let's talk about it. Why did I do that? Why did I pay $400 for 12 weeks of coaching to my good friend? Why didn't I just ask him to do it for free? First of all, it's the worst thing you could do to your friend if they run a business. Ask them to do shit for free. Don't do that, all right? Support your homies. Pay them. And you know what? For me, it was like I wanted skin in the game. For me, I know what I need to do. Most of us know what we need to do. Most of us know that we should exercise on the regular, that we should move on the regular, and that we should be active. Most of us know that we need to drink water and eat healthy foods, whole foods, fruits, vegetables. We all know that. But what percentage of us are really doing that, right? So I feel like I knew what I needed to do. I could have set up macros for myself. I know exactly what kind of macros I should be on. But I needed to put some skin in the game I needed to put some money where my mouth is and hire my friend. Um, so it's been awesome so far. My starting weight was, although like weight loss isn't the main goal, it's more fat loss. And as I was saying earlier, learning habits. And honestly, throughout the last two weeks, I've already learned so much. And as a coach, a coach always needs a coach, right? Whether it's for your training, your movement, your nutrition, your business, whatever. I felt like I I needed that and it's been awesome so far. So that's that in terms of the nutrition coaching. I just wanted to share that with you guys. And that's honestly, I remember what I was going to say now. I've learned so much already in the last two weeks. And I feel like over the next 12 weeks, and I'm probably going to re-sign with him for another 12 weeks after that. But honestly, this is just as much as a transformational experience for myself as it is a an educational experience. Because it's like me, if I go to hire a personal trainer, maybe I want them to teach me something. I've talked about it in the past. I've gone to kettlebell workshops, I've gone to courses, and that's really just to up my own game, right? So this is as much of a physical transformation as it is an educational experience, which I'm super excited about. Okay, we're moving, we're moving today. I had coffee about three hours ago, but apparently it's still kicking. Just sipping some agua. Okay, I want to talk about climbing out of my rut. I got to tell you, May, I I talked about this the last two episodes, I think, because I was still kind of in that rut. May was really tough. May was really tough. Just personally, lots of things going on in my life. Lots of things going on in my girlfriend's life. Um, lots of like negative self-talk and if you guys know me I'm an overthinker so it can get like I can get into a downward downward spiral very quickly I'm very good at that so it was just an I can't really pinpoint one thing but I just got really down on myself 
Um, and it really affected everything else. Like it affected my relationship with my girlfriend. It affected my relationship with my family, my friends. Like I didn't want to really hang out with anyone. Honestly, for the, for the month of May, I don't even know what the hell happened. Like I woke up, showed up to my sessions, got it done, went home, slept, woke up, went back to sessions, got it done. And I was just kind of like surviving through it. So if any of you guys, I don't really think a lot of my in-person clients listen to my podcast. Maybe I should uh, promote it more to them, but honestly, or even the peeps at Myo Detox performance, like I took a bunch of time off during May. Um, I took a ton of time off during May and you know, I hope I was still able to put up like some solid sessions. I hope you guys still got a good experience through the sessions. But honestly, thank you guys, if you're listening, for uh, sticking with me through a tough time. I didn't really share it with anyone. I just I just know I wasn't performing at a high level. I was probably performing at, I give myself a 50% in May. It was that bad. I think I took, I, I took maybe up to 10, 10 days off in May. Just like calling, between calling in sick, between shit happening that I couldn't really control. Um, just May was a big write-off and I, I'm kind of feeling the effects of it now, but I'm climbing out of it in terms of business because it always, personal life just bleeds into everything else, right? So May was tough. Um, honestly, what helped me climb out of that is I forced myself to take some time off. I took a weekend off. I talked about it in the last... No, I don't. I don't think I did. Two weeks ago, I booked the weekend off and I went up to a cottage with my family, which was super nice. I think it was their first time going up to a cottage. I mean, my my mom and my dad, uh, my sister and her fiance came as well. So that was super nice. Uh, we had a good time. It was really relaxing, really refreshing. And then I think I came back and took another two days off. So it was a good time. Um, I feel like that was, that really helped me kind of get more refreshed. And I really keep telling myself that I need to get better at taking time off. Um, because as I've talked about, if you're in business for yourself, if you're self-employed, like there's always more to do, right? So there's always a lot, or there's always the potential of having a lot on my mind. So what I've committed to doing, which I haven't really done yet, so I'm noting it right now, I'm going to commit to taking a solid three days off, like actually take it off. No, uh, uh, it's hard to say. I want to say no emails, no messaging, but uh, there's always emails. There's always people to message, but I'm going to commit to taking a solid three days off every um, quarter so right after this podcast i'm gonna book it into my google calendar i think um i'll book it in for let me think every quarter we're about to finish the second quarter so i'm gonna book something between july august or september i'll book three days off there and i'll block it out all right thanks i needed that guys appreciate that <laughs> so 
that was what I was dealing with. Again, I feel like I've bounced back in the last two weeks, taken a lot of action, signed on a couple new clients, which I'm super excited about. And really things are rolling. So I have a question about, I got a really awesome question about body image and I really appreciate the honesty. I really appreciate the trust that she had to ask me because I feel like it was a, um, it's a vulnerable topic. So the question was, I'm training in the gym a lot and uh, this is not word for word. I'll give you guys the gist of it. So this girl asked me, you know, I'm training in the gym a lot and I feel like my upper body is getting a little too bulky and I'm not really sure if I like it. And I was just wondering, she was wondering if there's any way to lose fat in just the upper body or like to get smaller in the upper body. This was a super loaded question and I really took my time to understand where she was coming from. And actually she, she had her friend there. This other girl was there as well. I don't really want to give out their names because again, it was a personal question. Um, but she was like, her friend is like, yeah, I actually feel the same way. Like how, you know, how, um, they didn't really feel good about their upper bodies getting larger. So I looked at them because I, I really didn't expect to hear this from these guys because they, they train at my detox performance consistently. They come in, they're two of the stronger girls in the groups. Like, well, everyone's pretty badass there, but They've been, they've been there for a while, so they're strong, they're in shape, they're very capable, they're, they're badass. Like, I give them the certified badass badge, and I don't really do that a lot. Like, I don't, um, I don't just say that lightly. Like, these girls are badass. They get work done, they know how to work, and I admire that a lot. So, the question was, you know, upper body's getting a bit bulky, how do I minimize that how do I lose fat there and as you guys know there's really no way to kind of spot reduce um, certain areas where you hold more fat right and I was kind of explaining that like you know it's sometimes it comes down to genetics like sometimes not sometimes it's just the fact of it is that some people have better genetics in their upper bodies Maybe it's the arms, maybe it's the chest, maybe it's the back. And some people have better genetics in their lower body, whether that's growing your glutes, maybe your quads are big, like mine are, like my quads are huge. That's why I weigh so much and I don't look like I weigh that much. Um, some, so people are gifted genetically in different areas. And in addition to that, we all hold fat a little bit differently. So I didn't know this, but when I took my uh, before pictures for my coach, he pointed out that I hold a lot of fat in my back. And I really didn't know that. Like, as you guys, if you guys see me on Instagram, like I could be a pretty high level of body fat and my abs will still show. So for me, like I have the, I have like, I guess, good ab genetics in that regard. But I think that my arms, my shoulders, my chest, like the whole upper body area is pretty lagging. And I, I've always felt that way. 
it's just never grown as fast as my legs. So I shared this with, um, with this girl. I told her like, you know, I think we all deal with that a little bit. Um, everyone's kind of got their thing they're unconscious or they're self-conscious about, right? And then I wanted to dig deeper into where she was coming from. Because over the years, I've learned that when someone asks you a question, it's not as simple as giving them the answer. Like, it's not as simple as me saying, you know, why don't you um, train your upper body less? Or, you know, you, maybe you should be in a caloric deficit. Like, that, that rarely works, in my experience. So as I've grown as a coach, as I've grown as a person, I'm slowly understanding that it's better to ask questions and dig deeper into why this person might be feeling like that. What are, where is she coming from? Let me try to get more context. Let me try to get more information because anyone has the um, ability to kind of just spit out a generic answer. Like, you know, you should be in a caloric deficit or you should uh, train your upper body less or you should train your lower body more, which is fine. I think those are all um, viable solutions, but why do you feel that way? So I, I, I asked her like, because again, as I said earlier, she's someone I admire. She works very hard. Um, you know, one of those people head down, eyes forward, let's get this work in. And then we're out of here, right? No, no, no long talk. Shout outs to Dom and Matt for their podcast, the long talk long talk podcast oh fuck i fucked that up i don't think it's called that but anyway no long talk i just learned that phrase recently i didn't know that about that so no long talk she just comes in gets her work done which i admire a lot because i'm not really one although i like to talk when i'm working out i don't want to talk i want to work out i want to get this work in so i asked her like hmm that's interesting that you have mentioned that like because I and I told her because you guys are pretty badass you guys are strong I've seen you guys get stronger over the years like over the last year or two you guys have gotten really strong you guys have gotten really fit like do you feel healthy do you feel strong and her answer was yeah I feel healthy I feel strong and then she she just kept saying like but you know this upper body it, it feels bulgy and I was looking at them I think they look great personally but doesn't matter what I think it matters what they think about themselves right and I asked her like do you like what you see in the mirror um you know like do you feel like you work hard do you feel like you've made progress over the last year and her answers were mostly um affirmative like positive answers like yeah I feel strong I feel good um I'm making gains but I don't know I'm kind of self-conscious about this upper body so I wanted to understand a little more, right? So I said, hmm. And then they actually asked me, like, do you train men or women differently? Or do you think like men and women should train differently? Or do you think um, they should eat differently? And I told them straight up, no, that's not really a thing. Women and men generally train the same. Generally, um, their nutrition is the same as well. If you want to grow you 
eat in a slight caloric surplus. If you want to lose fat, you eat in a caloric deficit. Um, and I didn't really get to talk to them about nutrition too much, but of course nutrition comes into play here, right? Like if you want to lose fat in certain areas, straight up, you need to, you need to lose fat all across the board. Like, so if you're looking to lose fat in your, maybe you realize you lose a lot, you hold a lot of fat in your shoulders or your arms. Well, you need to be in a caloric deficit so that you can lose fat everywhere. And then you probably hold it more in the arms. So that might be the first place it comes off. That might be the last place it comes off. Who knows, right? You, you won't know until you try. So nutrition is definitely going to play a factor here. And again, as I said earlier, I'm doing this six week nutrition challenge. So if you want to join that, please, I'd be happy to have you. I'm, I'm just here to help. Honestly, um, if you want more one-on-one -on -one coaching, whether you like the idea of working with me, whether you like working with my friend, coach D hit us up, hit me up. I'll send you over to him and like he'll be able to help you no problem it always comes down to how ready are you, how ready are you to put in the work and how willing are you to put in the work as i said earlier i woke up i woke up in the morning one day and i was like you know what fuck this let me pay him let me hire him today and we're gonna start in two days and that's what happened so now i'm feeling good uh, things are rolling i'm excited to see the progress so Absolutely. If you feel like you're a bit too bulky in cer certain areas and you feel like it's not just um, muscle gain, maybe you're gaining a little bit of fat, you're probably eating a bit too much. Or maybe you're not eating enough of one thing and you're eating too much of one thing. It's hard, it's hard to say until we really uh, dive deep into it, right? And then one very interesting thing I asked her because of her background, um, I asked her, you know what, Who who's telling you these things? Because someone's got to be telling you these things. Like, I have dreadlocks. <laughs> so I get shit all the time from my family. Like, literally every time I see them. Oh, when are you going to cut your dreads? When are you going to cut your dreads? Why do you have dreads? Like, and I like them. I don't care what they think. I'm going to keep my dreads. And you know what? Let me be the, let me, I don't think I've put this out here yet. I've told a couple people, but I'm really gearing up to color my dreads. When I'm ready, when I feel like I'm ready to cut my dreads, I'm going to color them first. Cause that's the route I took when I had regular long hair. I said, you know what? When I get tired of long hair, when I get ready to cut them, I'm going to dread them first because if I dread them and I want to cut them, you know, I'll have to cut them at some point anyway. So right now I'm putting it out there when I'm ready to cut these dreads, I'm going to color them first. Going to get some pink, some purple, some blues, some greens. Let's go. Okay. So back, back to that, you know, someone, someone tells you these things like other people say shit like, oh, you're too, you're too muscular or, oh, you go to the gym too much or oh, why do you eat? Like, why are you so on top of your nutrition? What's wrong with you? Why don't you have fun? Or why don't you live life? Or all that bullshit. 
So, you know what? I, I asked her, I was like, you know what? Who's telling you these things? And she's like, you know, my family, um, my, my extended family, my friends. And because of her uh, background, and I've kind of, kind of understand this now a little bit more, like some cultures don't, um, I guess, put as much value into physical health. Or some cultures like don't really, like going to the gym isn't a cultural norm or a societal norm. And I kind of understand that. And I was like, you know what? Do the people in your life work out? Do they go to the gym? Do they like watch what they're eating? And she said no. Like very, very few people in her life um, are into health and fitness and going to the gym and being strong and being healthy and moving well and looking awesome, right? And of course, feeling good about themselves. And of course, being capable. So that when I when I asked her that and she told me no, I was kind of like, aha. So the people around you don't value the same thing that you value, which is fine. That's perfectly fine. Like not everyone in our life is going to value the same things that we do. But that also doesn't mean that they should be shitting on you for the things you do value, right? So at the end of the day, back to body image, like that's why I asked her those things. Like if you feel good about yourself, if you feel strong, you feel healthy, you feel like you're putting in the appropriate amount of work and you feel good about that, you're good. Like, fuck it, you're good. So, in closing, nutrition is probably the answer. Aside from, like, all the mental stuff, all the mindset stuff, nutrition is probably the answer. If you feel like you're getting too bulky, like, I have ladies I work with in the gym, and they're like, you know what, this is awesome, I'm getting stronger, but I feel like my legs are getting a little too big. And... I straight straight up it's like most of the time you're holding a bit of fat and you could just lose that fat and you'll kind of be you'll get leaner you'll show more muscle tone because really um being jacked is just you have muscle and you have a low level enough your body fat level is low enough that your muscle definition shows if your body fat is too high you're, you have no definition, right? So you kind of look rounder. Um, so really, if you do hop on in, like if you get your nutrition game on track, put yourself in a caloric deficit and eat enough protein and you're doing that consistently, you'd probably be good. So I hope that answers the question. Um, I, again, I think they look awesome personally. But as I said, doesn't matter what I think, matters what they think, right? So with that being said, I hope I was able to help some of you guys. Maybe some of you guys feel the same way. Maybe there are a bunch of naysayers and haters in your life, hating on what you're doing, how you're trying to improve yourself. You know what? Just ignore them. <laughs> My, I've said this before on this podcast. 
again, I deal with this. I dealt with this for a very long time in terms of going to the gym. People in my life were like, yo, why are you going to the gym so much? You know, why, why are you so obsessed with it? Why, why are you like, you know, it doesn't matter that much. It's not that big of a deal. Like, why do you care about your nutrition? And it's like, yo, it's cause I care, man. Like, fuck off. <laughs> Let me do my thing. So I always kind of reflect on that. And the fact that I was, I put my head down and I just kept on moving. And now I'm doing this for a living. Um, and same thing with my hair. When people ask me about my long hair, yo, do you have any tips on growing my hair? It's so hard. And you know what? The hardest part is having to deal with everything that everyone else says. Oh, your hair's so ugly. Why do you why are you growing it? And as my boy Grant Cardone says, first they will criticize you and then they'll admire you and then they'll ask you how you did it. So honestly, just put your head down, do what you need to do to get where you want to go. And you know you know what I'm about. The long-term gains, the long-term game. All right, so I think that's an appropriate place to leave it. Again, if anyone is interested in working together, whether one-on-one, whether you want to join my group, whether you want to join my small group training, hit me up. You know I'm here to help. That's all, that's all I'm here to do. With that being said, catch you all next time. Peace.